Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, we got some stuff cooking today, Alby. There is going on. stuff going on here. Let's start. Let's jump right in because we got a lot of audio too. Let's jump right in. This is um, has been very much the um, talk of the day so far. This stunning bit of audio of the speech from Chuck Grassley, right? Uh, who's a person who's not? I mean, Chuck Grassley's not like a wingnut or something. No, no. Chuck Grassley is a serious person who's been in Washington a long time, probably too long if we're being honest about yes. term limits and elderly people running Washington, D.C. But this is not a person who's going to come out here with some half-baked information. Exactly. So this is him a couple of hours ago on the floor of the Senate. That the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. Seventeen such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burma employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged 
Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme. Getting a full and complete 1023 is critical for the American people to know and understand the true nature of the document and to hold the Justice Department and the FBI accountable. It's also important for asserting congressional constitutional congressional oversight powers against an out-of-control executive branch, obviously drunk with political infection. Remember, Congress has received 1023s in the past, and they've been made public. So asking for this 1023 to be turned over to the American people to read is not an unusual thing that goes on with 1023s. So, I don't know. I'm just learning what a so, 1023... So, a 1023, this is an FBI-generated document. Um, it's their interview with a, quote, highly credible source. Okay. So, this is a confidential source that they talked to that told them there's this Ukrainian official who was involved in this bribery scheme and that he has these seven... Or she, I suppose, but I think he uh, has these 17 recordings. Um, of calls with Hunter Biden about this scheme. So basically, I mean, so to be clear, we don't so have, these, and it's finding... not clear that anybody at the FBI has or anybody's heard any of these recordings. Like that, the, the evidence that we have that they exist is that somebody told the FBI that they exist. Right, okay. And a highly credible confidential source. Exactly. And it's the whistleblower is telling us, told the Senate. The whistleblower told the Senate about the FBI 1023. Right. That the FBI has. So, and they were given a redacted document. So, that's what we know so far. Um, basically, that this highly credible confidential source detailed multiple meetings and conversations that he or she had with this top Burisma executive over the course of several years, starting in 2015. The form was redacted, which is that's the right. FBI record of the interview. And it has a redacted reference that the Burisma executive possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between himself and Hunter Biden and two audio recordings of phone calls between himself and Joe Biden. So and apparently what this shows, these phone calls, is that there was a bribery scheme and that that's the reason why Hunter Biden had this job and that Joe Biden was personally involved in getting Hunter Biden this Burisma job. So it's interesting. It's it's like uh, I mean we'll have to see, but between that and the in the news about the Chinese lab that's out, mm-hmm. that the Chinese military is working with the Wuhan lab uh, to create a deadly whatever, and now um, and then it escaped, and that's COVID. It's like uh, the worst case scenarios that were once considered verboten to ever say publicly seem to be coming to fruition. Right. Right. So Everything all the crazies. Everything right. that was a conspiracy theory is now true. Exactly. As it turns out. So now, because Donald Trump is has been indicted and is going tomorrow to be arraigned... Any word on if he's actually got a lawyer yet or not? I don't know. I do because not know Because the last I heard that um, he was having trouble getting a local lawyer who's an expert in this type of stuff in that area, right? Because they have to be admitted to the Florida bar and they have to be 
um, an expert in these type of documents cases, which is not all lawyers, and that he's having trouble and he's been turned down by people already. And so they're having trouble now. I mean, they'll still have to go to court, but he might not right. be arraigned if he's not able to get appropriate legal and representation. One of the reasons why it's hard for him to get appropriate legal representation, one of the reasons is... He was, has a little bit it, of a reputation. Uh, <laughs> ten seconds ago, as Trump was live with Howie Carr. They're not country. And don't forget, I got more votes than any sitting president in history, by a lot. I mean, we've got 10 million more votes than Obama. Uh, we got more votes than uh, I don't know any so sitting president in history. We're popular. We had a great economy. We did a great job uh, on, on every front, so including the biggest tax cuts and regulation cuts in history, everything. And then we uh, come out and we have to go through this instead of a normal-like process. And as you know, because you've seen the polls, we're leading uh, to sanctimonious by a <laughs> lot. And we're leading Biden by a lot. We're leading Biden by 10, 11 points. And, you know, frankly, it's, it's shocking. You'd think you'd lead, lead him by 100 points, not by 10 points. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 10 points is actually considered to be a lot. I want to read you something you wrote today on Truth Social. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the, in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. And then on from there. But I mean, w- would you really appoint someone? Or do, I mean, do, Damn, where I does this where does this all end? Is there something? Well, they've happened? opened up the box. Look, Bill Barr is a weak uh, coward, and he didn't want to do anything on this. And yet, in many ways, a lot of people. So Why would it be? It came out clear. You know, I get it because uh, you don't want to go after uh, sitting presidents and vice presidents and all of the things. So I, I sort of got it. Not necessarily a believer, but now they've opened up the Pandora's box. And now we're in a position where we can say, and look at the corruption in the Biden family, the millions and millions of dollars pouring in from China and other places. It's a disgrace. He just goes to the grassly thing, so Paris I just want to get there. Uh, you take a look at the money coming in from Ukraine. So much money, and nobody does anything about that. Well, we're going we're gonna to get to it. And now we can do it, now, because now the box has been opened. It's the Pandora's box, and it's been opened, and it's been wide open. So I'm allowed to do that. People will say, now we get it. Did you see uh, what uh, Senator Chuck Grassley said on the floor of the Senate today? He was talking about wow, the, yeah. the FD-1023. He said that uh, suppose the FBI has information that uh, the Burisma executive who bribed Joe Biden Five million. Hunter Biden, five million, has two recordings of with Joe Biden. Do you do you believe that? Do you believe that? I do believe it. Yeah, I think they're crooked people. I think Joe Biden is a dishonest person. I think he's the most corrupt president in history. And uh, you know, he uses uh, the Justice Department. It's sad, but they use the FBI and the Justice Department, which were. Anyway, you get it. So anyway, I don't know why that, that audio was so horrible. I, I will never understand why that audio was so horrible. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me play something else. What about the Americans who oh, really... Oh, the recording? That's so weird because it didn't... It sounded fine coming in. You have a hypothesis? I don't know. You don't know if you have a hypothesis? I, I'm not sure. You're not sure if you know if you have a hypothesis? Because <laughs> you said... You just said you thought something was feeding back. I'm saying that... I thought it was the recording, and I must have been, you weren't hearing it from there, but something about the way it was feeding into there must have recorded badly. I don't know. Okay. 
I just thought you were onto something there. That's okay. Um, and so, should we go to the Wuhan stuff, or where do you, where do you want to go next? Um, do we, we want to talk about the, the, the Chinese spy place in uh, Cuba? I have audio for You know what? Let's just do it for a second. Let's okay. go through this stuff. So, this is the... Go where you want to go. This is... Do I, what you want to do. Do you know who sings that? You got to go where you want to go. No. Do what you, what you want to do. You don't know the song? Mm-mm. It's the Mamas and Papas. Um, so this is my uh, Kirby. So it was it, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Chinese have a spy base in Cuba. Okay. Kirby was asked about that this weekend. China and Cuba have now reached a secret agreement, we are told, for China to establish an electronic facility on the island, which would allow Chinese intelligence services to scoop up electronic communications throughout the southeastern U.S. What is your reaction to this? Uh, look, I've seen that press report. Um, it, it's not accurate. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, we we have been concerned since day one of this administration about uh, China's influence activities uh, around the world, uh, certainly in this hemisphere and in this region. Uh, we're watching this very, very closely, uh, and we will and we have and will continue uh, to take steps uh, to mitigate any potential threat that those activities might pose so that we can make sure and we are we're positive that we can continue to defend this nation. You're, you're saying it's not accurate that they're planning this. I'm seeing. I, I, I'm saying we've seen the report. Uh, uh, th- it's not accurate. We're uh, we're focused on making sure that we can mitigate uh, any threats from from China in the region. So that was a few days ago, mm-hmm. and that has changed. Now, that has changed. It is that is now. Uh, more inoperative than not inoperative. Hold on, I'm just trying to find the the uh, thread here. Uh, where is it? Sorry about that. Yes. Hold on, excuse okay. me a second. I'm just okay. trying to find a thread. They've changed. Twitter has changed the way you see threads. I think because have they? Okay, so here's now. Here's today. No, this isn't today. Uh, let me find today. There's a, there's a, they've he's changed. I can't can't I can't find the the video. So, um, you can talk while I'm okay. Looking. No, well, I started to say something a minute ago, and you said wait because you were doing something, but I don't know anything about this particular topic. Okay, so here I'm we go. Fill so no no no. Gears. So here you go. Here you go. So this okay. is today. Um, on the Chinese spy base, that he said that the reporting was not accurate previously, you know, um, and to in those what you just heard t- twice, he said that that it mm-hmm. was not, and he was very clear, straight up. Right. Today it's different. And can you just explain why you didn't confirm all of this when it was first reported last week? You said it was inaccurate, but what was inaccurate seemed to basically be the tense that they, you know, weren't going to establish but had already established this facility. Why wait till Saturday to, to, to put this out there? I'm actually really glad you asked that question. Um, uh, I can tell you that... He's really glad, by the way. He's really glad mm-hmm. that she asked that question. He's looking at his trapper keeper his, uh, at the podium right now that uh, we were as forthcoming as we should have been uh, at the time the first stories appeared. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> as forthcoming as we should have been. Should have words, been. Yes. Not as we could have been. Right. 
So but he needed to lie. It, so it that, was important that I lie to you. Yes, which is forthcoming. We should have been, which was not forthcoming at all. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we <coughs> tried to put you off the scent. Um, there is uh, the, the sensitive nature of this information is such that we just simply couldn't go into more detail, even before the first story appeared. Uh, to try to better inform that reporting. That's how sensitive this stuff is. We just couldn't be more detailed. Um, and then after the first stories uh, appeared, um, we worked very, very hard, as expeditiously as we could, with uh, the intelligence community to try to get some context downgraded so that we could provide it over the weekend, and we did that. But we were as forthcoming as we should have been, given the nature of this information. It's a remarkable thing to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, we, we lied to you. Y- yes. I'm very glad you asked the question. I didn't tell you because I needed to lie to you. It's very important. So, I mean, but what I want to know is where are the journalists pushing back on this and saying, what do you mean as forthcoming as you should have been? Are yes. you saying you lied? Where is that conversation happening? Like, do the journalists not care? Never did a Trump administration official ever, by the way, say anything so blatantly, yeah, we lie to you, to the press from that podium ever. Did they? Um, did the Trump administration no. ever so blatantly tell we the press like, no, they that made, they just they lied to them because they the can? the the inauguration promise they'd be truthful. Jonathan Carl said, you have to make sure you don't lie to us because you lied about crowd size. This is uh, one of the follow-ups. The fact that we came out a couple of days later and provided some clarifying information does not mean and should not be taken, as I've seen in some of the press reporting, as some kind of walk back. The original reporting, <laughs> as we said, was inaccurate. And we did the best we could in the moment to be as forthcoming as we could. Unfortunately, it wasn't going to prevent some inaccurate reporting. After the first reports, which we, we, we worked uh, to, to get some additional context downgraded, but even that had to be carefully scrutinized. After a few days, the original reporting became accurate. Right. Right. It's shameful that somebody or some bodies somehow think it's okay to put this kind of information in the public bushroom. Now, you're fact. Wow. Doth protesting a little too much, I think. It's shameful that you guys reported the truth before we were ready to tell it to you. Imagine. Uh, oh, that's wonderful. Can we switch gears a yes, little please. bit? Please. Because apparently there was this thing that I've never heard of, and I was happy to have never heard of it, um, called the Turning Point USA Young Women's Leadership Summit in Texas. Okay, yes. Some kind of conference. Um I just sent you my favorite clip from it. But basically, this is like another cringy TPUSA, like young conservatives event, but it's focused towards like girl bosses. Yep. So it's all like Nikki Haley, high heel and lipstick line. I like this Alex Clark all the though. Time. I'm sorry about that. So Alex Clark here uh, kicks things off. Oh my gosh. Young Women's Leadership Summit 
Are you ready to see this degenerate, rotten culture that we've been living in get a makeover? Well, you are in the right place. I see so many incredible 70s Inspires outfits right now. I see sequins and stars. This is a 70s theme, apparently. Big floral oh. prints. You guys nailed it. Every year you take this theme and you run with it. I love to see it. To combination sorority party oh and cringy gosh. political conference. So, <laughs> moving like that. And they have like big decals on the walls that say things like, let's go, girls. And Well, but you know. I mean, any any like girl power thing is always cringy, is it not? I know they're all terrible, but why are conservatives doing it? Well, I thought that like the themes that they were talking about. I saw one article where the themes were um, to make your values family rather than career. Yeah, Charlie Kirk yelled at a girl, not yelled at, but uh, she wants to be a surgeon, and she told him she wouldn't have time to start a family until she was thirty, and he lectured her about it. So, I mean, I guess that's good, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, what are we all doing here? Like, I can. All I know is Alice that you and I we are never going to miss the Tony Awards again. My new favorite art actor, the director of Par Parade, which I've mm -hmm. seen several times in, in Broadway. Okay. I've taken the Fung yeah. Wah down there to see it. It's such. A, it's a great. Mm -hmm. It's a great um, performance. Listen to this once again. The the most entitled people in the world. Why don't you just get a shrink? I mean, this just proves this is what it's about. Love me, love me, love me. I'm incredibly special. Love me for the specialness. Thank you. This guy is named Michael Thank Arden. You. to the battalion of people who made Parade and who bring it to life so beautifully and, and terrifyingly every night. You are amazing this morning. You're amazing every day. Thank you. Uh, parade tells the story of a life that was cut short at the hands of uh, the belief that one group of people is more or less valuable than another. It's sanctimonious. That's what he's saying, essentially. This is, you can, it's pivoted already. He's only, he's only 32 seconds in, and it's pivoted to what he's wanting to say, um, condemning half of America, condemning anybody who doesn't think exactly like him. Here we go. And that they might be more deserving of justice. This is a belief that is the core of anti-Semitism, of white supremacy, of homophobia, of transphobia, and intolerance of any kind. We must come together we must battle this. It is so, so important. Or else we are doomed to repeat the horrors of our history. Just do your stupid play, dickhead, and take your trophy and I walk mean, away. I mean, I guess on the plus side for them, this is the most I've heard of any Tony Awards presentation yeah, in, the, in my entire life. Right, right. So Brief. this is... And to our beautiful... Trans, non-binary, queer youth know that your queerness is what makes you beautiful and powerful. Everyone in this room sees you and needs you, and we will fight alongside you, and we will win. Growing up, I was called the F-word more times than I can remember. And All I'm going to say is that on this stage, this F-word won a Tony. He says the F-A word won a Tony. So, keep raising your voices, my friends, my friends. Thank you. So, 
So keep raising you your get voices, off the stage now? standing up against intolerance of any kind, anywhere you see it. Keep loving and uplifting each other, standing up for each other. He's Continue making this. challenging art and vote every chance you get. Is that to the to queer children, queer youth? Because I don't think they're eligible yet. Yeah, not yet. And uh, Alfred and Jason and all the people who made Parade and to my family of friends and colleagues who have supported me. And uh, I, I love you. You are the best of me. And to Andy and Jay, I love you. Thank you. I but mostly you were mentioned last. I got to the important stuff first. Mm -hmm. um, because it is, it's so... He finally broke through the glass ceiling that is musical theater and gay Pete men. You yeah, know. they've been kept out of that field, yes. I've noticed. Finally, he kicked it down. It's so... It's just... It's it, It's this exercise, and it's the most... <sighs> deepest vanity play, self-introspection, navel-gazing thing. I'm very important. And I, it's incredibly not brave at all because right. it would be brave if somebody went out there and like said something that people in that room didn't want to hear, you know, but they only ever say things that will gain them tons of accolades and press time. And like, we had never heard of this guy. So that's why. And Hamilton actress, Danae Benton. Uh, oh, yeah, we have that, right? You have that. I have. It's a blaze. I didn't pull the video i thought directly. i pulled the video i thought i did hold on let me find it because i like um, her too yeah because she also Danae? d like renee but with a d d e n e e danae benton okay hang on mm -hmm. yeah she's from florida and um she had political comments as well i think you can probably guess where she's going with this Hi, I'm Danae Benton, actor, <laughs> thank you, and proud CMU alum. Earlier tonight, CMU and the Tony Awards presented the 2023 Excellence in Theater Education Award. And while I am certain that the current Grand Wizard, I'm sorry, excuse me, governor of my home state of Florida, will be changing. town immediately <laughs> we were honored to present this award to the truly incredible and life-changing jason zembic young enhancing the lives of students at south plantation high school in plantation florida surprise that's allowed to be called that anymore even well she made a joke about that with death sentence as well um so so once again it's like because if you don't if you believe that you shouldn't be teaching queer sex as part of curriculum, like in the elementary school uh, for for CRT or whatever, then your your that makes you a Klansman because that's what the Klansmen also were trying to do. Right. Yeah. That's true. I mean, in fairness, I think probably most Klansmen wouldn't want their kids taught about gay sex, but I don't think any, I don't think the people they were terrorizing wanted their kids. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kids taught about gay sex either. Correct. So, uh, yeah, but the, I mean, I think this shtick is starting to get a little old to a lot of people. Did you see the numbers from the latest Gallup poll about uh, trans women in sports? Yeah. The Unfortunately for leftists, the numbers have moved in completely the wrong direction. Um, Gallup did a new poll on questions they've asked before in the past about um, birth gender in sports, asking people if they thought... Um, that transgender athletes should be able to compete in sports teams that conform with their birth gender. So, and the numbers went up from May of 2021. Uh, 62% of Americans thought that um, people should only play on teams conforming to their birth gender. And in May of 2023, 69% think that people should only play on teams conforming to their birth gender. And the number of people who thought the opposite went down by eight points. So net, it's a 15-point move. 15% of people changed their minds on that issue, which is crazy. In two years, in two years, that's post-COVID. And if you think about what's happened since then, I mean, in terms of like the debate around the trans issues and calling everybody bigots and Nazis, you would think... I mean, I think the left was really expecting that this issue would move in the same way that gay marriage moved, right? Where it just, it really, in a stunningly short amount of time, went from a fringe position to the only mainstream position you could possibly have. So the fact that the last few years of rhetoric around trans people has not, uh, has in fact moved the numbers in the wrong direction is should be worrisome if if i were a leftist gay activist i would be concerned about this and not only that what what i would find even more concerning if i were a uh, trans activist or whatever is that the numbers moved even for people who personally know a transgender person right so in um let's go sorry the graph is highlighting at me um so for people who actually know a transgender person they lost 10 points of people thinking they should play on the sports that they want team that they want to play on and gained 11% so it's a 21% move altogether and in the opposite direction it was the people who think 
who hold the trans activist position went down by 8% and the other went up by 6%. So it's a 14 point move. So it's actually, if you know a transgender person, you were more likely to change your mind and say that trans women shouldn't be able to be on women's sports teams. How interesting. So more familiarity with the issues, more education on trans issues, knowing more trans people, more people coming out as trans has actually moved the needle in the wrong direction for trans activists. Right. Which is bad because it indicates that their educational efforts here are making things worse for them. So it's uh, it's really interesting. And I think people are mm-hmm. just seeing it. People are seeing it. I actually think even with the dilemma of anything in Bud Light... People are who usually aren't drawn to the news and Target are drawn to the news and saying, hey, wait a second. Right. Or, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and Democrats as well have moved now. Democrats, Republicans and independents, all more of them believe that people should play on teams of their birth sex, yep. not of their gender identity, even Democrats. So more people believe that trans people should stick with their birth team. And this is um, this is. Um anecdotal but just going to the main wire board member mm-hmm. of lgbtq plus nonprofit resigns after complaining about racism minors crossing sexual boundaries uh Maine's transgender network inc steering committee member resigned from a voluntary position in may after writing a blistering critique of the portland-based lgbt plus activity group advocacy group an email um samson spatafori alleged that the group has engaged in racism, transphobia, and has hosted youth programming in which minors have engaged in sexually inappropriate behavior. I've witnessed sexual boundaries being crossed within our youth program and no adults stepping in to address it, Spadafori said. No matter how often we've talked about these issues or addressed them in meetings, nothing has changed. I fear that these issues have become worse. No adult, um, Spadafori was a volunteer in the organization's steering committee, a model poet and volunteer, he describes himself as a white, neurodivergent, queer, gay, non-binary uh-huh. trans man currently living in unceded Wabanaki, unceded Wabanaki tribal land. So he's got all of the bona fides. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I use the word devastatingly because I personally care deeply about the youth in our programs. But I've said these kids and their emotional safety means a lot to me. And I hate to hear that anyone involved in the youth program did not feel that they were respected by another youth. <clears throat> so... Um, so there you go. So Spatafori is out. So maybe it is. Maybe it is happening. I mean, it's only. I mean, but it it, it it it. This is not really ideological. I mean, is it for many people? Many people are just playing make believe. Right, and I think that that becomes increasingly clear. And I think that, I mean, the sports is like kind of an easy wedge issue i think it was a really big mistake for them to push on the sports issue in particular because it is so obvious that it's so unjust and so harmful to women and girls but a lot of the language that they use and the rhetoric that they use is also hugely insulting to women and girls right Mm -hmm. and like a lot of the gains that the democratic party has made has have been among middle class women particularly college-educated women, and, you know, a lot of whom went to college on Title IX scholarships and right. stuff, right? So, like, it's it's very damaging, I think, to their reputation as, like, the smart, reasonable party that the 
nice suburban women can get behind that they're this insulting to women. There was this um, thing that was going around that was a piece of uh, gender and sexuality resources, a, a diversity and inclusion guide that was from Johns Hopkins University. And in their LGBTQ glossary, they defined lesbian like this. Lesbian, sexual orientation, a non-man attracted to non-men. While past definitions refer to lesbian as a woman who is emotionally, romantically, and or sexually attracted to other women, this updated definition includes non-binary people who may also identify with the label. Whereas a gay man is defined as a man who is emotionally, romantically, sexually, affectionately, or relationally attracted to other men or who identifies as a member of the gay community. Wow. So men get to still be men. Right. The gay men are still defined as men who are attracted to other men, but women, lesbians are just defined as non-men attracted to non-men. <laughs> women don't get a word anymore. <laughs> they don't get to be a thing. Just these little non-men. Just, you know, like, obviously you fell short in the manliness department, and if you like other lame non-men. But, but it, it goes right with, like, the chest feeding and the uterus havers and the yes. monthly menstruators and whatever else they call women. It's all so gross. And they never do this with men. You never hear about, like, testicle havers or no prostate havers or whatever. Like, it's all... It's only degrading to women, this stuff that they do, which speaks a lot to their motivations. The only, sex, yeah, the only acceptable losses are the women... Did we play Kids Can Be Kinky and Coexisted Pride? Did we play that yesterday? No, we didn't. So this is just a, this is a, like yesterday, this was trending on Twitter. This is a TikTok from another, um, I don't know what this person is, but another one of these people. And like, how many times you see this? Talk about the poll numbers, because they're saying the things now. I want to clarify this for a second here. I'm not saying that kink isn't kid-friendly. I'm saying that kids and kink can coexist at Pride in oh. a totally fine way. Well, okay. She goes on like that, or he, whatever. It goes on like that for 55 seconds. There's not even a sense that that person thinks they're saying something risque or right. fairly borderline criminal. It should be obvious to most people that kids and sex don't mix, but I don't know why to people on the... I mean, I know why, but I have theories. Uh, I, I don't know why it seems so confusing for them why people don't want sex around their kids. Well, right. And like this idea that like the concept of kink is just as important as the concept of kids. Kink, kids, they all belong together. Kiddos. You can have kink with a kiddo, right? Yeah. All right, Alice, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They, of course, bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline where you can leave chat chat messages for the chat chat. Hey, does somebody mind uh, offering you if anybody anybody has a job that pays like mm, hundred grand to one hundred and fifty grand? If you have that job available, can you offer it to Alice Shattuck? I feel so bad for you. You're the Alice's job is ten times requires ten times more concentration than any air traffic controller's <laughs> job during a storm when the plane is uh, um, three engines down. It's just remarkable. <clears throat> so I hate your job. Sorry. Oh, I'm not. I feel sorry for you. Okay, let's go. Hello. It's the transitioning drag queen in Canton, <laughs> apparently. So I hear tell that my man card has been revoked because uh -oh. I wear slides. Well, a couple things to that point. Uh -oh. One, I'll have you know, I used to run sometimes more than four miles three times a week, completely barefoot. 
Oh, you on pavement. Of, oh, Tim. It's one of those guys. That did you is have the worse. shoes that did I, look did, like little toes? Did you and I ever go together to the Cambridge 5K where I kept running into the barefoot 5K guy? <laughs> no. And it, like there was, he'd just walk around barefoot so the people would talk about his being running barefoot. And, oh, mm-hmm. no, I callous over nicely. It's like the, these guys who cross-country ski to work when it snows here and for winter, just begging you to ask them about it. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, these skis? Oh, nothing. It's just cross-country ski to work. It also used to happen in Cambridge when I worked there. How do you feel, Tom, about the shoes that look like little feet? With I all think the that anybody who wears toes. those should be executed. Hmm. Ran it on. But the thing is that Tim does not have these personality traits of all these awful people. He's an anomaly. I think, Yolva, I mean, we know people around town who like, you know, like skateboard and stuff. And right. They're very nice people, too. I like them. Yes. Even though you want to have a problem with it you can't really no. because they're great people i I don't think i can really have a problem with tim and canton either trish says in the chat that she thought tim and canton was gonna say he ran in the slides i thought he was gonna say I that too, too actually that's where i thought he was going with that yeah i was i, I said but right. i actually like adidas slides the black and white ones they remind me of like lifeguarding back in the day oh i had pink and black Alice. ones Stop it. Excuse your dating men who wore them doesn't mean necessarily that they're a good thing. No denial there. Wow. <laughs> Brass, ran it on gravel paths, which were great. And one of the reasons I did it is it was great for my feet. Well, until I broke a metatarsal bone and then I couldn't do it anymore. Oh. And secondly, because the stone and rough surface would just chew up the bottom of my feet and just just eat away at all that dead skin, the layers and layers. Oh, you sick Sick bastard. <laughs> so he's got a foot. You know what it is? He's got a foot kink. That's what it is. It's fantastic. So. I might have to go back to that. Secondly, Shattuck. Yes. Now, you're criticizing me and Steve about wearing slides in mm-hmm. Danny. And now we get to the bottom of it. You wore freaking Toms. Why didn't you just get a couple <laughs> of empty Kleenex boxes and walk around with those on your feet? <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? Who was the inspiration for the Toms? I, you picked them out at Nordstrom. That's right, but I must have been... I, I mean, they, No, that, that, you tried a bunch of shoes at Nordstrom. You wanted something comfortable yeah. you could slip on and off and wear. You know who used to give me nonstop crap about my Toms for being mm-hmm. for them being very effeminate? Is uh, Doug... Um, Gowdy? No, the Paul other, Mary? No, the other Doug. Channel 5 anchor. Mean? Doug Mean, who's a great guy. One of the best guys in the business. Man, he was he never let me forget that I was wearing these toms. Doug Mean's a great guy. If anybody can meet Doug Mean, I suggest you do. He is a, one of the best and nicest guys in the business. The other thing is, I think I know the, the reasons why you won't wear slides. One, boo-hoo, some girl told you you didn't have nice feet. Well, guess what? Guys yep. don't have nice feet. <laughs> they smell and they're dirty. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, my middle, my, my not big toe, but the toe next to that looks like E.T.'s fingers. It does. <laughs> you do have it's, monkey toes. Kind it's of. very, it's, yeah. it's longer than all the other toes. It's mm-hmm. a middle finger on my feet. It's ridiculously, <laughs> it's hideous. I know that you can't fit those eagle talons you call toes. They probably have like claws. The toenails are probably like claws at this point. You just can't get them in a slide, so you just stick them in that quasi-styrofoam that Crocs are made out of. And just call it a day. <laughs> it is quasi-styrofoam. Some truth to that. 
Uh, the, the, let that show. There is some truth to that because I do. My little toe doesn't actually touch the ground. It's way up in the air on both mm-hmm. sides. So yeah, then my feet are deformed. They're in they're hideous. <laughs> yeah, they poke a hole in all your sneakers. They do. Your little toe does. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird uh, ailment to have. Hey Tom. Yes. I saw that Instagram post of you at the Candlepin Bowling Alley. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. Man, you have the athleticism of a dead rhino. I've never seen anybody be that stiff (laughs) trying to roll a bowling ball down a lane. I won both games. Did I not, else? Sally, your daughter won both games, actually. Uh, One of the uh, most renowned cheaters in the history of this sport. Mm -hmm. Boy, maybe you should take up pickleball. I hear that's pretty easy. Ah, okay. Uh, incorrect. I am. I, I, well, I'm not happy. First of all, I think I was in lane eight, and I think something was wrong with the lane. That's one. I, mm-hmm. I think it was on a tiny angle. I actually got Other down there. Other people managed I got to down knock Jack more than one pin at a time over. Could, yeah, but I was doing my. I go for my ten seven seven ten split. Mm-hmm. So there was some irregularities at play there. We also had the lane bumpers on. Let the record show. What does that mean? It means you can't throw gutter balls. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a little cage over the gutter. So that oh. that's why the ball... Do you think they normally bounce off the edge of the gutter and go back toward the middle? <sighs> Alice, <laughs> like Tim and Kent and I also take umbrage at your wiffle ball slander. Yep. That's mm-hmm. should Stand be America's it. favorite pastime. It certainly is a sport. It's not a sport. Yes. I mean, baseball is a, a game. sport. It's not basically sport. baseball, just with different equipment. No, you know what's Equipment, not a, quote it's not unquote. a sport. You never... You didn't. You sat in the lifeguard chair, you know, having uh, older men slather you with. Uh, That's not true. With uh, sunscreen. Yes, that no. is correct. That is absolutely true. No, wiffle ball is a fun game, but it's like badminton. It's not a sport. Badminton se. is not a sport. No. Nobody has ever <laughs> pronounced badminton phonetically. It's spelled like that. I mean, yes, you can play it at a backyard barbecue, but. That usually kind of stinks because you got to be nice to like the little cousins and stuff, and yep. they can't strike out. You have to throw it underhand and pretend like you don't care if they win. That stinks. You got to play. You got to play for real. You know, I was in a league. There you go. I was actually MVP of a league down in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I got a pretty sick uh, curveball myself. Yeah, and of uh-huh. course, there's the riser. Yeah, there, there definitely needs to be a burn barrel wolf ball tournament. I love part it. of the burn barrel barbecue. Uh, I'll strike out Tom and Tim and Ken in like six pitches. Be I, sick. Can't wait. I have. How dare you, Alice? Correct. <laughs> correct. Well, this is entitled Yacht Bunny, and she wants. Um, you know, what, what do you consider? No, you know what she considers a sport? The polo, because there's some polo grounds near here. As a matter of fact, that's what's a real sport. That's a yacht. I like bunny. that he says the equipment's a little different. Uh huh. Yeah, I noticed that. This is Alice. Believe Where do you me, go I, to buy your official, uh, Danny? In. Wiffle ball catcher's mitt. <laughs> this is what Alice does. Do and they she's have been doing the it for me league for years. official? I mean, like. She emasculates men. This is what she's trying to do is emasculate you. <laughs> and so that you'll be sexually impotent. She's been doing this to me forever. Is it working? <laughs> At least five times it has not worked, been successful. Hey, Tom. Hey, hold on a second, Paul. Let's go to Tim first. Forgot to mention, I don't prance anywhere. I've been known to sashay, maybe even skip a little, but I don't prance. I don't know. Alice? 
I did, I'm not the one who said he yeah, prances. Said it was that, a caller who said he prances. Well, I mean, you said that wiffle ball is not a sport. So are you suggesting that he prances around the bases? I didn't say anything about prancing. Hey, Tom. Hey, Paul. Alice, Paul from Florida. Hi, How Paul. Good. Been away for a couple of weeks, so I'm just catching up like Steve times five. A um, couple things. Um, I am a no bueno on sandals while grilling. Good. Okay. I had one of those specialty spatulas with the little knife thing on the end that my wife bought me for Father's Day. Yep. Fall off the grill and eliminate part of my pinky toe once. So no bueno on the sandals while we're grilling. However, I will wear uh, former boat shoes, an old pair of boat shoes that I have grilling. Just gives me the good flexibility, keeps my feet protected from flying grease and uh, spatula. Okay, Second, now hold Tom, on, hold on, Paul. I need to go, I need sandals, to go back this... here. Hold on, Paul, because I just got I agree. To... As a former food service um, professional myself, no open-toed no. shoes while handling cutlery are I'm not I'm just a good saying idea. that that people but, who wear open-toed mm-hmm. shoes happen to be good at the grill. I've just noticed this. On sandals while grilling. I had one of those specialty spatulas with the little knife thing on the end Yeah. that my wife bought me for Father's Day. Fall off the grill and eliminate part of my pinky toe. Damn, man. So, That's no bueno. A, yeah. Sandals grilling. However, I will wear uh, former boat. You know, beverages may have been a factor in the uh, spatula accident. Shoes, an old pair of boat shoes that I have grilling. Just gives me the good flexibility. Mm. Keeps my feet protected from flying grease and uh, spatula. I am wearing essentially boat shoes now. Something like those now. Close yeah, to it anyway, of, but it's I'm a funny. Fan of the Sperry top it's funny slider. that Tim talked about um, talked about um, jogging. I I used to be a twenty years ago. I was a big into jogging so much that so I got in pretty good jogging shape, and I would have special. It, it was just I was I got I had gotten gotten into it. In one day, I was just started started at Entercom, and one day, I wanted to go. I needed to go to the, my then girlfriend's house or something. And I jogged there in my boat shoes, and it screwed my knees up and knocked me out of jogging. It was really, it was a bad thing. I hope to get back into jogging. Second, Tom, yes. regarding your feet and sandals, there is this yep. place, I don't know if you might have heard of it, called a nail salon. Yeah. And they do pedicures. Now, wait before you get all... No, I'm not going to wait, Paul. Men should never get pedicures. Ever. Some people swear by them. That's, that's, no. Yeah, some people swear by them, and those people are celebrating My this, sister this has month made her especially. boyfriend get them before. Mike? Mm-hmm. Mike, say it's not so. Mike. Pretty no. sure I recall that. No, he will, she, then he will be, she I will believe him, I've seen photographic evidence of him in a pedicure chair, uh, I think. Uh, fully trans with bottom surgery by the end of this year, if that's true. If that's true. Believe that's true. You cannot do this. This is, this is not something. There's that. this place, I don't know, you might have heard of it, called a nail salon. And they do pedicures. Now, wait before you get all squeezy on the pedicure, women touching your feet thing. It's incredible, Tom. It's amazing. No, it's not. It's I've offered thing to, to help cheating Tom on with your wife feet. without cheating on your wife and getting in trouble. Wait, let me rewind on that for a second. Uh, he wants other women amazing. to touch his feet. It's the closest thing to cheating oh. on your wife without cheating on your wife. No, I think a massage would be, right? Yeah, so, probably. I, I was actually going to say Plus, that. Plus, Tom. I used to have a crush you want on my massage an overabundance of milfs. That's where you'll find them at the nail salon. Well, that's, what that's fine. I'll go in there and read a magazine, or you know, buy a product or whatever they have. Um, but 
yeah, I, I'm not going to show them my feet and have some <laughs> woman touch my feet. Jeez. I heard. I haven't experienced that myself. And finally, congratulations on your new boy. Thank Four you. boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, Tom. I have five boys and a girl. Nice. And the girl is more work than all five put together. So count your blessings you have another boy. Interesting. Take care. Hope you guys have a great day right. and a great week. I'd like to know how that has worked Not out. Not at the young age, but I right. hear people say, people tell me this all the time. And actually, if you listen to the Don Stensland show after I got off the air when I was on um, WPHT in Philly with her, yep. um, last week she commented afterwards that I had no idea what was coming because in a year or so when our daughter's a teenager she's going to turn a corner and become a terrible evil monster Ugh, so, I hope not at least not to me hopefully mm-hmm. I'm trying to buy her off right now apologies for clogging up the Chelsea Clinton fire <laughs> hot sauce line but this reminds me of when Alice used to call it TKK throughout the day on all the different shows I just like to do the same did you remember that did Tim remember that, or did I, he? Does he remember me saying that? Oh, I be... used to call all the different shows. That's true. You <laughs> wait a second. Not just me. No. How many of the people who work? I there called that... Jim and Marjorie. I don't think I ever got on who else Jay's every show. I don't there. have hours to sit on hold. Uh, I didn't date anybody who worked at TKK mm. except you. Shout out, Alice. So. Uh, Shattuck. Yes. As far as the birds in the background, no, I don't have birds as pets. Mm. Um, mm. I just opened the kind of works with the slides. <laughs> windows. Hello. Like Alice has said, it's out of doors. It's called nature. We do have. I mean, that don't here. you live on almost a farm up where you are? I'm basically almost in the city of Boston. I'm just on the outskirts. And yes, we have trees. And yes, birds. Tend- it sounded like you had the bird mic'd up, Tim. It was, <laughs> it was like robust. We have birds here. Yes, I actually saw an awesome. Um, owl. I saw a hummingbird the other day. Which I was like great. those. Too. I thought it might be my first one. These owls are big, kick-ass things, though. To hang out in trees. Lastly, I can't wait to play in this wiffle ball tournament. It's going to be fantastic. And I'll just have you know. I'm with you on the hanging curve. I could throw a curve behind your back and still hit the chair. I can also throw a ball. I think I can still do it where it rises from just off the grass and will hit underneath the chair. And by the way, if we're not using a folding chair from like 40 years ago, then I'm not playing. First of all, what's happening with the chair? Yeah, you play wiffle ball differently than I do. Yeah, I've never heard. I've I've been I've been the victim to one of these rising balls. Before by a very good pitcher, but I didn't know I didn't know not anything about a chair. What are you sitting down and hitting? What's going on? I need to know more about this, Allison. I, I think we have to push forward with this with a ball situation as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just how sounds it, like you and Danny and Belrica and Tim and Ken are all going to be team captains of your own teams and have to draft people and stuff. You will be playing. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, if you, too, would like to captain a wiffle ball team, then you have to call into the uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat. That's the rule. I'm sorry. Um, you can do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's where you can also find links to different places to listen. There's video versions of the show on YouTube Rum- and Rumble. If you want to be in the live chat, then you can uh, do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.